Today, I want to talk about a couple of my favorite authors, discuss why we should rest on Labor Day, and talk about what we might learn by thinking of life as a story. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you, as always. Today is a little bit of a stream of consciousness uh, discussion. Uh, as we approach Labor Day, I thought I was going to talk about one thing, and then as I did a little bit of a deeper dive on it, I ended up finding a, another quote that's more relevant to Labor Day. So I'm going to start with that, but let me tell you how I got there, and then I'll end up talking about the thing I thought I was going to start talking about. I'm, I'm sort of making my way uh, through a book which may have the longest title in my entire library. It's by a gentleman named James V. Schall, S-C-H-A-L-L. The title is Another Sort of Learning, Selected Contrary Essays on the Completion of Our Knowing, or and now this is the very long subtitle, How Finally to Acquire an Education While Still in College or Anywhere Else, Containing Some Belated Advice About How to Employ Your Leisure Time. We'll come back to that. When Ultimate Questions Remain Perplexing in Spite of Your Highest Earned Academic Degree Together with Sundry Book Lists Nowhere Else in Captivity to Be Found. So, uh, I would commend this to you. It's actually, as it suggests, um, uh, his reflections uh, on philosophy, on the meaning of life, and recommending throughout it uh, authors you might want to pick up. Many of them are, are authors we've talked about here, maybe most significantly as it relates to today's episode, G.K. Chesterton. So I was reading this, and in a chapter of this book called, uh, on teaching the important things, I ran across uh, a statement that I, I will come back to and that led me to the actual essay that Chesterton had written, which Shaw is referencing, if you're still with me. And in that essay, uh, he talks about something that ends up, ends up being very relevant to Labor Day. And if you follow me on Instagram, I just posted uh, before taping this, uh, this quote actually there on my parallel Instagram account, Reflections on Faith. So here's Chesterton's comments that are relevant to Labor Day weekend, which we are all anticipating as I tape this. Here's what he says. And this is, by the way, from uh, an essay that Chesterton writes, I hope I'm not already into the deep weeds too much, called What is Right with the World? And here are the two sentences. It will be an ironic tragedy if, when we have toiled to find rest, we find we are incurably restless. It will be sad if when we have worked for our holiday, we find we have unlearned everything but work. So if you feel like you need a little bit of rest and a little holiday and you're done listening to me, just let that be the end of this episode and go enjoy your rest, as Chesterton suggests here. Um, be counter, counter-cultural, counter-trend, and actually take some time to learn again how to rest, which is not something we do particularly well in this culture. So again, I'll just read it quickly again. It will be an ironic tragedy if when we have toiled to find rest, we find we are incurably restless. It will be sad if when we have worked for our holiday, we find we have unlearned everything but work. So again, I hope you can enjoy your Labor Day weekend. And again, I'm going to now turn to 
the other thing I thought I was going to talk about, which was in fact prompted in part by that original book I mentioned and also in part by an email I got from a listener to this podcast when I was discussing last week's episode about possible sermon theme subjects for the start of the program year, which we will link to. And if you have ideas about that, I'm still open to them. So she sent me uh, something from another favorite author of mine, Frederick Beekner talking about life as narrative or life as story. And that's a topic that intrigues me and interests me, both because in some way I suppose I'm in the business of communication, but also because uh, the communicating that I'm called to do is to talk about the great author of our story, namely God. And it strikes me, and and I'm going to lift up some words from Beekner here, but it strikes me that it's a helpful reminder to us to remember that if life is a story, and if the author of that story is God, then we are characters in that story, which means that our lives have meaning. It also suggests, if you've done any study of uh, narrative forms, that we have agency in our lives, that we can respond to the uh, impact of both good and bad things in our lives to help God further God's story in the world. So uh, let me just read a couple of quotes here from Frederick Beekner now. Uh, this is from a, a collection of his called The Magnificent Delete. Uh, delete. The Magnificent Defeat, excuse me, The Magnificent Defeat by Frederick Beekner. And he begins by talking about um, how Many stories in the Bible are precisely that. They're stories that have a beginning of a story, a time, a place, a set of characters, and the implied promise, which is common to all stories, that something is coming, something interesting or significant or exciting is about to happen. And he says, I would like to start out by reminding my reader that in essence, this is what Christianity is. If we whittle away long enough, it's a story we come to at last. And then he talks a bit about that, but I will pass on now to closer to the end of this passage, which again, a listener sent me, and thank you for sending it, and you know who you are. Um, Every storyteller looks out at the world much as you and I look out at it and sees things happening, people being born, growing up, working, loving, getting old, and finally dying. Only then, by the very process of taking certain of these events and turning them into a story, giving them form and direction, does the storyteller make a sort of claim about events in general, about the nature of life itself. And the storyteller's claim, I believe, I, Frederick Beekner, believe, is that life has meaning. And then he goes on to say um, that the things that happen to people happen not just by accident, but that they are leading us, and that they're not just leading us anywhere, but rather somewhere. The power of stories is that they are telling us that life adds up somehow, that life itself is like a story. And this grips us and fascinates us because of the feeling it gives us that if there is meaning in any life, then there is meaning also in our lives. And that's going to bring us back now to where I kind of started with that essay by G.K. Chesterton, 
which is the thing I thought I was going to talk about, and instead it's going to be the thing I'm going to end on. But it is related to this idea of life being a story. And it's something, it's an image uh, that I'm not sure we think about enough as Christians. I think the culture looks at us as Christians and says, oh, you know, you're backwards, you're uh, non-scientific, you're still committed to myths and so forth, and you're just a bunch of nice people who never sort of do anything in, in the world. I, I don't know if that's a fair assessment or not. Maybe I'm overstating it. Again, as always, if you disagree with that, feel free to comment below. But here's what Chesterton says. In contrast to at least some of that that I just said, he says, <clears throat> um, we are to regard existence as a raid or a great adventure. It is to be judged, therefore, not by what calamities it encounters, but by what flag it follows and what high town it assaults. The most dangerous thing in the world, he says, is to be alive. And so this Labor Day weekend, again, I hope you are able to rest and relax and enjoy your holiday, but I hope you will also reflect on the fact that God has called and is calling you to a grand adventure. As always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless. (music) 